You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello once again, and welcome back to a brand new year of Kapow, the pop culture podcast. It's 2021, and my name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Happy New Year, everybody. How are we doing? How's 2021 treating you? Oh, my gosh. You guys got stimulated. <laughs> That's true. I haven't been yet. Oh, you haven't. Oh, Michael, Michael, and you got stimulated. I haven't been stimulated yet. Oh, yeah. So. so, yeah, yeah, it's six hundred dollars appeared <laughs> in there. So they figured yeah. out how to only give us six hundred dollars. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. What a way to start the new year. Um, yeah. So don't, yeah. don't spend it all in one place. That's right. Yeah. Don't worry. Like the massive debt that has accumulated over the past exactly. year. Exactly. I'm sure that'll fix everything. <laughs> well, I had a very low-key New Year. Not much going on. I just got stayed home and watched some movies. Have you, have you guys been watching any movies as well? Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before the sun! Under Ruth! said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. Ha! 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 I've been watching quite a few movies, yes. That, that's the first segue of the year, and I didn't... I, I don't like it. That was weak. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, bad. So I assume you're putting together your list for 2020. Yeah, it's like no fun. Like you always do, but it Not won't be fun. it won't be like years past, I'm sure. Well, no, I I actually looked uh, today to uh, see when the last year of movies because I have lists that I keep in my, this app, keep track of. Uh, I had to go back to see what was the last year that happened that did not have a movie that is in my top 100 and hmm. it was it looks like it was 2008 and that's this year i i mean i'm not done watching movies and i'm enjoying the movie you know a lot of the movies i'm watching it's not like it's a failure to watch these movies that i'm desperately searching i mean i would like to find some diamond in the rough but there's there's nothing this year is a year year that my number one probably wouldn't make it in my top ten any other year. So, well, I shared it's like that. Yeah, I shared that uh, the other day. The article with you guys that I read online, one of those Facebook articles that that claimed Bad Boys for Life was the top grossing movie of 2020. And who would have thought when we went to when did we go to see that January January was it January to see it was that. my birthday it was my yeah. birthday present that's right who would have thought when when we ventured out we were venturing out to the biggest movie of the year <laughs> at that time yep who would have known wow it's true crazy i'm glad we did we can say we did it yep so uh, I'm, I'm definitely feeling that crush now of like all these movies that are streaming and that are out there, I'm like, I need to watch that. You know, normally I feel like I have plenty of time to watch anything. I'm, I'm, I'm rarely in a hurry to watch the newer stuff, but I'm like, there's probably still a dozen movies from 2020. I'd really like to see, especially before we record a show about them. Yeah. No, all right. Take your time. All 12 of them. Um, yeah. So we had some pretty big, a uh, couple pretty big releases on streaming and in theaters on Christmas Day this year. I that, think should, that would have been giant blockbusters that would have made more money than Bad Boys, but just it wasn't in the cards. Weren't, weren't possible this year. So most importantly, what do you guys think of Disney Plus's soul? That's on my dozen I haven't got to yet. Ah. So you, you guys feel okay. free to review it. 
I no worries about spoilers or anything. That's all right. What would you want to be known for on Earth? a short time on this planet you want to become the person that you were born to be don't waste your time on all the junk of life what am i doing spend your precious hours doing what will bring out the real you the brilliant passionate you that's ready to contribute something meaningful into this world the gig. I really need a haircut today, man. Can you fit me in? Whoa, whoa, sorry. Probably for doing this funny cowboy dance. Great. Um, so I guess that leaves me. I uh, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. You I liked had it? some problems with it, but I liked it. <laughs> I was I saw some reviews of that movie that were just absolutely over the moon for this story. Right. And I watched, we watched it Christmas day and I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. It was cute. Uh, I got the point of it, but I'm not sure I'm ready to rank it up there with, you know, Pixar movies like up, you know, I, I, I just, it's, it wasn't quite there for me. Like I recognize how good it is. And, you know, people were made a point to focus on, like, the animation itself and how far it's came in, you know, 30 years. And that I totally agree. That's great. Like, um, the way they did the story about featuring African-American culture without trying to put it down without trying to make it ridiculous or um, uh, embellished one way or the other. I thought that was really nice. I, I obviously noticed that and had some of the same thoughts about it. Um, you know, the, the voice acting was fine. I thought Pete Doctor directed it. I thought he did a good job. It just, I don't know. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It just wasn't up in that upper echelon for me so so this was jamie fox in the lead role Mm -hmm. is that right yes and he is a musician he plays a a, i know that much yes very good jazz jazz musician okay wannabe jazz musician and as he is trying to uh become a uh well not a big star but just trying to get more get better gigs um he teaches like i think like middle school music he's a uh, works part-time or something so yeah it's his day job yeah i i wanted to i'm gonna try my best not well i don't want to be super negative about this because i liked it and it will be up there for me this year but yeah but there's I'm, so much, there's so many problems with it to me that I I just don't even know where to begin. But I did think this is the Michael movie. This is the Michael movie. Mm, Michael, I think Michael, if he hasn't watched this, will really enjoy it. Yeah, will it not devastate his entire life? Will it not will it not be a an event for him to realize they made a movie about him, possibly, and how. He's selling out and didn't get to fulfill his dreams, and <laughs> and he's took the day took the day job and and never got to make it, and you know I mean I I mean that that has kind of 
could not be more blatant as I'm watching it. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> this is going to hurt some people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I now that you say that, I'm interested to hear what he <laughs> what he has to, to add to the conversation. Right. He so, will tell you how old Jack Kirby was when he created the Fantastic Four. I, mm. I have no doubts about that. So it, it ain't well, over. Tell me how me. old I was when he went to work this morning. That's what I was <laughs> it ain't over for me. It ain't over for me. Yeah, so did I, Tina Fey save Jazz the same way Ryan Gosling did? Well, that's the that's a major problem in this movie. Good. I was hoping it was. It's a major problem. I don't know what they were doing. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. I seriously don't. Um uh, Tina Tina Fey was I mean, I've always liked Tina Fey. But she's problematic. And, you know, why you cast her in this, I don't know. I mean, she, over the last few years, has, it's a topic of conversation how she, she blatantly, I do what I want type thing. I don't care about writing problematic mm-hmm. things. People have problems with, uh, you know, stuff on Saturday Night Live and then uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you know, they they did stuff. And it's just like, she's just, she likes to push it. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't care. And that's fine, but just don't. Yeah, there's an argument the for com- that comedians should make that what is, you know, I, I should be able to push the envelope. Right. That's, that's fine in your day job. Exactly. <laughs> but when you're working for Pixar, is that a whole different thing? Yeah, well, it's just, it's not that she didn't do any of that in this, but it's the way it looks when you, of all people, to make Disney's get out, where you take a vessel of a black man and put a white woman's voice into him, and she will now, I mean, I everybody that, is anybody has already seen this so i'm not and you wouldn't understand it anyway but if but the she is now the entity inside him moving voicing you know animating that african-american character visual yeah right and doing it better that like the whole point is she's better she's living his life better than he was Yikes. It's a little bit of something. And then there is Jordan, there is a scene. I swear to God. Okay, Cliff has not seen Get Out, I guarantee. Everybody know what the sunken place is? You know what the sunken place is, Jordan, mm-hmm. right? Yes, right. Okay, I'm gonna describe it to you, Cliff. The sunken place is where like a, well, it's in a teacup in the movie, but but imagine like if just something opened up and there was just a black pit, right? That yeah, you the, fell into, yeah, the that you fell into and you could and you couldn't get back up out of it, and it was really scary. Let me get my cup here so I can stir it. Right, right, yeah, exactly. But but are you imagining that thing opening up and there just being a black pit that you fell into and you couldn't get out? Does that did that not exactly happen in this movie yeah. to to a random African American guy that happens to him and they just oh it totally devastates his life they leave him sitting on the side <laughs> of the road they it's the oh best part it's the wrong black guy that they did this to in the movie oh, right Cliff wow. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they sunk and placed the wrong black guy in Ouch. this movie. It, it is amazing that Disney did this. I just can't even believe it. I Pete Doctor is a is very good at what he does. Yeah, but yeah. as as the, a company, an animation studio, I think we're seeing the unfortunate happening of John Lasseter not being around anymore 
you know, he was the story guy. He was the idea man. He, you know, he, he birthed all these wonderful stories, um, through the years that they've made into movies. And, you know, he did some crappy stuff and had to go away. And now I'm not sure we have somebody that stepped into his I, shoes I very well. Yeah. Now getting off of that, that stuff that was just was insanity to me. I like the movie, but what I don't like, like all oh, I like, guess. So it's so, it really tugs at your heartstrings and gives you that. I mean, how many things have you seen that the moral is, you know, you got one more chance type thing. You look, look that, and that, that always is a winner mm-hmm. and this, but honestly, this whole, the whole concept is nonsense. <laughs> and I, it drew, it was the little, these little whatevers yeah are we're gonna psychopaths or whatever we're just gonna send them they're just jumping in a hole and there's (laughs) ships going around it's so much nonsense like they're adding some things for kids it's like they want to have a concept they didn't totally think it out and then they tried to make some funny stuff for kids it's like it was way more well done in inside out like all of that it kind of reminded me with the some of the animation. It kind of reminded me of those kind of in the nineteen before the nineteen sixties. Animation was all about making the characters look real, authentic. We're gonna study how a deer moves for Bambi. We're going to. Uh, have real life models for Alice in Wonderland and Cinderella and Tinkerbell. And and so we can study the movement so we can replicate it onto the page. And then the 1960s came around and people were doing a lot of drugs and they started experimenting (laughs) even with animation. So you started to see, um, you know, just lines going kind of off the page and breaking that fourth wall and, and doing a lot of different things. And, that the like the Jerry's and the Terry's and and all that all those characters reminded me a lot like it just felt like it came out of some Disney short not even a dis just an animation short from the 1960s so I don't know I just that's kind of what I you know what I thought of when as I was watching it through the thing so but yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I thought, I thought it was good. I, you know, regardless of whatever, um, I know a lot of people really liked it and I just, yeah, I'm sure maybe if I watch it a, a time or two more, maybe I'll get a little bit more, uh, love for it. But as a whole, uh, I don't an, know. An overall recommendation, but. A few more little nitpicks than you're used to for a, a Disney film. For a Pixar film, it had it had good messages. Yeah, like, I really I did think the animation was great. All the acting was great. There was is it just I thought the concept. Some of the parts were nonsensical. I thought they could have done so much better than the little baby souls that are weird. <laughs> and, and I mean, was it even the are kids going to like it? Like I'm not even, even nothing what, about this sounds like a kid. I feel movie. like you have to pay uh, full disclosure. I watched it twice because I fell asleep the first time and I didn't want to misjudge it. So I watched it again. I feel like you have to pay really close attention to even understand what the concept is with the souls. Mm-hmm. And stuff, you know, like I, can, it, I can't imagine a kid thinking deeply about like regret and, lost chances like that doesn't seem like Those, a, well, i don't know that that's not that's, that's pretty clear that's okay. that's that's pretty clear like you know seeing him you know watching him have a new perspective on his life uh was impactful and pretty clear i thought and i and just the whole i love the concept of thinking you're here this is your well, whether they call it a spark 
there was a misunderstanding of what the spark what your spark is and a lot basically people what they think their point in life is right and, and i i don't think you know i i think a lot of people think that they were put on earth to do some certain thing and like that's basically what this character is and it, it's just like you were you were put here to do <laughs> i mean there there's not one thing necessarily that you that's your that's your thing you were meant to do this one thing i i don't i, I think that's a lot of what this movie's trying to say and that even if you ever were to accomplish your dream you better be prepared that you're still just going to be you and right it, are, are you, you saying know, i wasn't born i wasn't put on this earth to podcast <laughs> uh, I just mean like it are you uh <laughs> are you gonna be able to live with your live with it if you do make it you yeah. know is that is that gonna fulfill you like you thought it would I don't know i that, I did like it that I one like thing it. does not make you who you are is pretty that's a pretty easy way to simplify yeah. uh, the movie as a whole. So is the music good? Lee? is it good? Oh yeah. yeah. Does it yeah. make you like jazz anymore? Yeah. Music. Yeah. The soundtrack's always good. Um, like I said, the animation was, was Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Did yeah, that. it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, they Trent didn't Reznor save jazz. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got Dizzy's got this nailed down. <laughs> they know how to do it. You want to, I'm telling you. So, but it, I kind of felt like it was a, for me, it was kind of on par with that onward movie that came out. I thought it was better than that. Honestly, I, onward was fine. Onward was fine. I went back and watched it again and I liked it more the second time. I, um, well, I could see that. Yeah. I but, thought that I thought soul was well, soul ranks above onward for me and i and i liked onward like i mean it's hard to not like any yeah, of these movies right right but i just didn't feel it was in that finding nemo toy story monsters inc um up echelon of of their of their movies so well there every movie now has to be the most <laughs> deep yeah with the most complicated concept yeah. with dealing with every feeling and emotion you could ever so, have and some... the whole universe that's yeah. pixar now you have to solve the world some sometimes we just want cars man yeah some, that's it exactly <laughs> so. anyway oh, so feelings about soul regardless of the crazy things that happened that I thought we're what? <clears throat> well, the real test I'm guessing in the Barnes household is which one did you watch first? Soul or Wonder Woman 1984? Which one do you guys think we watched first? Oh, I'm guessing Soul. Well, now that, that immediately tells me that <laughs> he thinks we're going to guess Soul, but for some reason they watched Wonder Woman first. We, what we, did, we did watch Wonder Woman first. Oh, How'd that happened. Um, well, well, that was a long wait. We, uh,. We were big fans of the first Wonder Woman movie, and uh, my wife and my daughter were, and I'd say my son was pretty excited about the second one coming out, too. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. Your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. Citizens of the world. I'm here to change your life. Anything you want. Anything you dream of, you can have it. You'll break your sargos. Diana, look at you. It's like now one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. 
You've always had everything, while people like me have had nothing. Well, now it's my turn. Get used to it. I've never been one for rules. The answer is always more. The way I fly, they will never find us. I forgot to tell you. What? Radar. Will they, will they shoot at us? I was very intrigued about the fact that Maxwell Lord was going to be in the movie. You know, I'm the Booster Gold fan. I like, I love that. That's one of my favorite villains. He's a villain, but he's not a villain. You know, to, 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 if you want to quote a Pixar movie or a Disney movie, it's like wreck, uh, wreck it Ralph and Zangief says, I am bad guy, but I am not bad guy. Bad guy. <laughs> yeah. We, we had not, uh, Nick had never seen the first wonder woman. It's on HBO also. So I was like, I was like, you know, Nick, I like the first one. Let's watch it again. Yeah. So I had I had never watched it a second time. Wow. So I was I was so yeah, I I mean and I liked the first one, so I was I was glad I had not watched it a second time so I could watch it with him. That's really why I'd waited. So we watched yeah, it. I rewatched the first one a couple of days before too. It's yeah. kind of crap. Yeah. It was good. Let, let me give you a little a uh, couple statistics about this movie. I'll do it. Wonder Woman 1984, the movie had seven release dates. Yeah. Going from December of last year, and it got moved to not compete with Star Wars. It got moved to not compete with other stuff. It got moved because of COVID. So it had seven official release dates. It is the ninth film in the DC Extended Universe. And at 151 minutes, it's only the fifth longest DC movie. Hmm. which I find hard to believe it's because wow. it seemed real, real long, <laughs> but it's still, it's only the fifth longest at two wow. and a half hours. Wow. Now, if I had to guess, I would have said you guys didn't lo- like this movie. Oh, it's a big turd. I, and I, I, I was, I really liked the first one too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had nitpicks like we always do in criticism, especially about the third act, the final villain yeah. thing. But the first two thirds of that movie, I think, are terrific. I think Gal mm-hmm. Gadot is really amazing. I, I still, we have to call out. I can never watch. Think, I was so like, I was like, I know there's something about this sword. Like, I know there's a point that I made a big point in our review the first time that I didn't like that something she happened. Had to go up thought, to the roof to get it. That she literally stops. <laughs> and it's like, oh crap! It on my sword. They cut do a scene somewhere else. Come back and it shows her landing. She had went up on the roof and got the sword. It's the worst editing ever done in a movie. Like, why did that? Why was that in the movie? Oh, so bad. And I saw like Patty Jenkins has been doing a bunch of press and interviews, and I I saw some quote she said of like, yeah, she didn't really like some things that happened at the end of that movie either. But the studio was meddling. Like, the, she was kind of saying she she wanted to end it a different way, but it's not her fault. So. Who knows? But she's, yeah, she yeah, she gets she's heard the criticism. I'm sure it wasn't yeah, any I, worse than most of them. It's just so, typical. Yeah, most of these movies, and usually a lot of these movies, the first one's not even the best. Like the first one sets up the origin, and then in the sequels, you really get exciting stuff. So I, I was ex- as excited for this movie as I've been for a DC movie. Like I was really hoping to to really get something out of this, and I, within half an hour, I was I was just like. What is happening? This is not what this is not what I signed up for. As soon as they were in the mall at the beginning and they start doing the action and it's very Shazammy. Mm-hmm. It's it's no it's none of that gritty feel the bullets hitting the shield in no man's land. It's flippity doo. <laughs> I got a fish. It's uh, it's it will I was like, what the hell? I yeah, I did not like that. And I don't mind superhero reaction. You're, you know, hamming it up a little bit, but that wasn't the precedent they set in the first one. 
you know it it wasn't yeah. gritty at all I, I I had that thought too of like the difference you know even her costume is very bright and I like that um but I liked I her I liked her war, World War one grittiness or whatever you want to call it that motif they did back then because I felt like it, it fit into that movie at that time period and I felt like her bright costume and her flying around and, and doing all the stuff with the lasso and all that stuff I felt like it felt very cheesy 1980s it, that was what the 80s were for you know a lot of people so in that regard I, like I did not hate this movie at all my wife that, enjoyed yeah, that. Those parts of the movie I was fine with. Anytime she was in costume, was uh-huh. fine. It's the seventy-five percent of the movie she wasn't in costume that just bogged me down and just kind of lo- the logic just went out the window and just like, from scene to scene, like why are they doing this? Why are they going here? What does this have to do with that? It's a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I there again. Their concepts are ridiculous. I don't know why they made a lot of decisions. They did it was so cringy. Like the whole thing with with Steve. Like what? Why is he quantum leaping into this guy? Why is she raping him? Why you know the this poor guy doesn't know what. <laughs> <laughs> that he's getting his body is getting used for you know he he's not a part of this at all it's just so weird it's like if i got to be chris pine for a week i don't know maybe i maybe well, i'd, he I'd give away my get body to remember too. it he doesn't even get to remember it like he's like but, i did what but wasn't this like it just the whole thing felt very 80s dc to me that's yeah that's exactly what it was to me this movie felt like a movie made before Iron Man. Yes. This movie felt like yes. a movie made in the 80s or the 90s. I th- and and like not in a good way. Like it was sloppy and <laughs> just kind of it like and it doesn't have to be gritty. Like I, I would be okay yeah. with a fun loving Wonder Woman. But she was mopey and like didn't really want to be a hero, but that's kind of the DC That's aesthetic, the problem. That's the whole yeah. problem. Are we we can just spoil, right? Everybody's seen the movie. Uh the whole thing is you can wish for something you know you're you, you yeah. she wishes for him to come back basically you know right mm-hmm. and that unknowingly is. yes mm-hmm. yeah and he can't just come back it's a wish why has he got to be in somebody else's yeah. body mm-hmm. you know that was totally unnecessary and why can she why is she so nothing about the whole thing it's like they root. They missed. They utterly failed the climax of this movie. Where first off, okay, okay. But apparently, because of this, she's lose. She's losing her powers. She everybody loses something. You know, she's mm-hmm. slowly losing hers. He drags her across town, and then we're like, he. They just repeat the ending to the first movie where he's like, I gotta go save us. You know, it was like, no, it is so obvious how you fix this. Wonder Woman is the hero. She realizes she gives that. I mean, she gives that speech after that to on. I don't know how everybody's supposed to have seen the speech. The cameras fell down and everything uh, after Max Lord, but but she gives this very like I felt something when she gave the speech telling everybody you know to give up what you wish for all this stuff she didn't he had to say she should have went over and said he sh-, okay basically opposite steve should have been like i don't want to die i don't want to leave i want to stay here and be with you i want all this and she has to make that sacrifice of no i'm going to give this up for the greater good and I'll I miss you and I pined for you haha this whole time all these years but I'm doing this cuz I'm the here and I'm making the decision and I'm going to tell Bell's do it but no she's like you got to go again that's uh oh. but that's not what he said like when he arrives though he you know and she says 
you know, he talks about where he's been. He's like, I don't know. I, it was great. And then I woke up and I was here and like, it's almost like the, the whole movies, I felt like a little bit of a dream sequence just to fill in that because they're trying to hammer in a story because she was not supposed to be around between Wonder Woman and the um, Batman versus Superman movie, right? She's been gone the the, the entire time. She's been in hiding. But yeah, then like how do photograph of her? Yeah. Right. So how do we get her get another story out of that somewhere in that time period in between? Which was an shoehorn odd... in a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, it, it was hard. It was a hard. That's a hard thing to do from the beginning. It it just is. Like, how do you backtrack? How do you retcon all of this stuff you've already set up? It seems like they did that with a lot. Like, we we need to get the invisible jet in here. How do we do that? I don't right. know. Let's do. This. I just this can... armor looks really cool. How do we? Why would we put her in this armor? It doesn't matter. Just get her in the armor. That looks cool. But like you it just seemed done like it. a bunch of ingredients that they didn't have a real good recipe for. I, I don't. They could have done it. They could have done it right. Why? Why did they do it? Like what? She needed to have lost her powers and then go get the armor or whatever, you know, have to do that. Why is it? It was just so nothing. It's like after setting it up. Right or wrong. I don't think we are the the intended audience for this movie because I can tell you right now, my 13 year old daughter absolutely loved it. My wife. I would have guessed kids would be bored. Like there's so little wonder woman and so little action. It's but, and like the scenes at the mall and stuff like that, those weren't, kooky enough or fun enough to me to to wow right to that's wow because kid, the audience but... isn't for you or the story isn't for well, you well i think that's bullshit honestly. i'm just that telling makes me you. mad to say that that they there's plenty of freaking superhero movies out there that make sense that are for everybody mm-hmm. and just say just being lazy to say it's for these I, certain people and we're not even going to try to make a coherent story i can tell stupid. you my watching experience with the two of them was completely, completely different. I believe from... that people liked it. I'm the... not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no. a, a couple tweaks, and everybody would have liked it. It's like you you could have I made know. things make sense. Just make her a hero, right? But we of... can't. What my point was, I'm it's waiting. it's not. <laughs> not everybody <laughs> had the same viewing experience you did. I just said I agree with yeah, that. Yeah. I'm so saying not they everybody could have hates made it. everybody like it if yeah. you just don't do stupid things. Yeah. Like, I like, everybody I, loved the first one. Thirteen year olds loved. That's the first what I mean. That's so a, did I. Because things made sense. It's like all you had to do was let her be a hero, and I don't know. And part of the well, reason, it, part of the reason I really liked this movie was a big reason why other people did not like this movie, and it was the Max Lord character. I I, thir- I liked him. I thoroughly enjoyed him. Like, Ham it up. Yes, nineteen uh, eighties Max Lord. I I thought he I thought Pedro Pascal. You know, in the in the same thing, they tweak stuff with him. They tweak stuff with his storyline. Um, but and it wasn't like a Donald Trump parody, which no. I thought could have been ugh. right. Yeah, Nobody but it was that. like no, it was just like eighties business guy, self help guy. You know, like it was its own thing. Yeah, it wasn't a, a direct parody of something. But yeah. why they screw? Why why is his son just bopping around on the highway? Why did he not? He lost his son. He should have realized I got all this. But wait a minute, where's my son? He's I've gone. abandoned my boy. So I've got to give this up, and now my son will be back. Not this very sloppy. Oh wait, there he is walking by the highway. I don't... Well, I gotta say, I thought when the Dreamstone stuff first started happening, I I kind of rolled my eyes like this is kind of silly. But then I had to admit, it's no sillier than an Infinity Stone. Like, the, yeah. you know, yeah, it's yeah. no it's no goofier than what Marvel is doing. So yeah. that's fine. Um, that's a fine. It's a concept from the comics that is like is one of those things. Like, hey, I've seen that before. That's neat. Right. But yeah, to it just it didn't all fit together. But to go back to Seth's point. Uh, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did that in like 1998 by killing Angel and saving the world. So she solved the whole problem the right, right way decades ago. Right. With you know aut- autonomy or whatever you yeah. say that. It's right um, there in front of you. You but, set it up. 
But that's the whole thing. Is this this is the feminist movie, like it or not? Okay, Captain Marvel was, uh, we'll say, a mixed bag for people. <laughs> there are people yeah. who really didn't like it. You, Wonder Woman was pretty well universally loved. Yeah, Patty Jenkins was universally praised. Gadot was beloved. Like they had the formula. I remember us talking about you know the camera the, and the male gaze, how it, it didn't mm-hmm. even exploit yeah. that skimpy costume. Like it did everything right from a feminist point of view. And then this movie is about a woman moping for sixty years because her her man left her. Right. And then the villain becomes the villain to impress a man. She's trying to impress Max Lord. And it's like your hero and your villain are are terrible examples of feminism. (laughs) It's like, how did you bungle this so hard when you had the template already set up? I I just, I I didn't hate it. I was very bored by it. I thought it was very long. But just these little details that just nothing quite fit together for me by the end. And I just, I Missed opportunity is what I'm I'm I think they had the framework for something Per, they could have been just as good as the first movie. I liked the concept. I liked Max Lord. I, I mean, Pedro Pascal hit it out of the park for all I would want from a villain. Mm-hmm. He was totally invested in what he was doing. And he, he, that guy left it all on the, on the court. He was not, yeah. you, know, you know, he, he was, it was never too much for me. Hey, when I, you get to take your helmet off, you're, you're going to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to make the most of it. I saw a lot of criticism online um, in reviews, people saying he was terrible. He overacted everything. And to me, that was exactly to me. It was just Max Lord. Like I thought what Kristen Wiig was good. Except, I mean, it's a tropious trope of the nerdy person being cool, but but she she did a good job. She was playing Selena Kyle basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, she's just like, oh well, I'm. What she she lost her niceness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wished for this, and now I lost that I'm nice. Yeah, or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought to track trying to track what people were losing. It, it was <laughs> tough, but well, there's. I I thought if anything, it just you guys. Jordan's talking about it being boring and slow and all that. I felt like it was a little too over romanticizing the whole Steve and Diana thing. Now for me, I, I just think other it was... people in this house didn't feel that way, but <laughs> <laughs> I just think it could have been even more of that, that I like those two together. And I thought, I, I mean, it was such a, they did such a good job within the first one. I could see why you'd want more of that. And he's like established in the comics anyway. So it's just like, right. I, I like their relationship uh, and, but it would have been so much more impactful for me if he'd have been wanting to stay and she had to give him up. She had to make the decision and not just be, not have to be talked into it again, that he had to be the guy that saved the day and leave. It's like, come on. Anyway, overall, that was something. And we're, what, the original was three years ago? We're three years away? 17, yeah. 17. Mm. And like, and again, I watched it on my laptop in my living room, like sitting in a theater. Maybe the grandeur of it would have blown me away and I wouldn't have noticed how long it was. There wouldn't have been a bar running across the screen telling me there's still an hour and a half left. And I was like <laughs> pulling my hair out. Uh, no, it was not. Uh, <laughs> but how, how did the special effects get worse? The effects of her running, it looked mm-hmm. like a TV show. Yeah. It was so weird to see her like, running around along these cars and cheetah we saw from the trailer you could tell cheetah was not great so yeah i saw somebody joke I, that that the the ad campaign and the posters used up all the color for the movie they ran out of color this was, <laughs> they couldn't put any more color in the movie when cheetah showed up yeah, yeah. i i honestly felt like they could have just left that character completely out of this movie max would have been enough for me it, it wouldn't have made a difference to me um, as far as the cheetah character goes, but I like so the, the color the, the stuff with the lasso. Like there was some good, there's some cool fights. Good, there were it wasn't all bad effects, but there were just moments where I'm like, oh, that looks so cheap. I you wondered had, you had seven release dates to fix this. You could have yeah. fixed all. This. And, and I don't know if that was supposed to be like a 
uh, a, a nod back to, oh, look at, you know, it looks like the classic 70s television show, which obviously there are some nods if you watched all the way through um, to that show. So... Uh, what the hell was... Why was Linda Carter saved for the post credit scene? Why could she not have been in the movie as that character even and, like, if it was bestowed a... the armor to her like it showed yeah. where she Quit got the armor putting things that should well, be in the movie in the post credits her scene was heavily i i felt maybe i'm wrong like they tr- they tried to de-age her in that scene like have you it seen linda fun. have you seen linda carter lately like i mean she's linda carter but i thought she looked quite a few years younger in that scene than you can go out on that limb by yourself cliff we're gonna we're not gonna (laughs) then all uh... i will say is that she did fine and like jordan's saying a a scene with her being that character in the movie works way more for me than it didn't have to be long you know there's plenty that could have cut out to put that in but what even is it is is she the main part of the third movie is it just a wink it's and just a reference. A wink. Like it, it yeah. didn't. It feels like a wink. Yeah. Yep. It didn't amount to anything. It was just a hey. We didn't put her in the first movie, and uh, <laughs> you know, which was weird. Yeah, here she is. That's it. That's all it was. It, it, uh, this is not a Marvel movie. I mean, say that again. But they're not yeah. trying. Well, <laughs> like every time a DC movie comes out, I I feel like you guys expect it to be a Marvel movie. And, I, and none I of them are going to be a movie. I just want a, I just want a good movie. First but you Wonder Woman was the first Wonder Woman was a good movie. And the, but even that one you had a lot of problem with though. And it's the only one you we got like, this year. You didn't like Shazam. You didn't you know you didn't like Justice. You didn't even see Justice League. You did, you haven't liked yeah, any of the DC movies. I did. You you <laughs> your your feelings are so hurt. Uh, I I liked Wonder Woman. The first movie, I did. Yeah. I thought I uh, had problems with the ending, but there's Which lots of movies did. that have problems. Yeah, we all so, did. So, no, you're not going to put me in this I hate every DC movie box because it ain't true. Nah. Which ones do you like? All right, show me a list. <laughs> there's eight other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I like a Dark Knight. <clears throat> there's good stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, in a normal year, we're used to getting six or eight comic movies every year, and this, this, as far as big budget extravaganzas, this is the only one we got, and we yeah. got it on our TVs on Christmas. Hey, I'll take that. Keep pumping stuff right to uh, services I already have. Right, because we're only two weeks away from the first Marvel show. Yeah, so. and one every couple months starting up is fine with me. I don't know. I'm sure I'll watch this again in a couple of years, and I do that with every comic book movie. I, I, I we get on here and criticize and and pick it apart, and then I rewatch like, eh, it was fun. Like I I have less expectations. Expectations. Mm-hmm. I have I've yeah. My bar gets lowered because I'll remember how much I didn't like it, and then I watch it and be like, yeah. Oh well, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> and, and I guess that... they did. I guess they didn't reach to the screen and punch me in the face <laughs> when I watched it before. <laughs> Felt like it, but no. Every time one of these DC movies comes out, I try not to go into it with unrealistic expectations because I realize this is not Kevin Feige. This is not the Disney Marvel machine um, pumping stories out that, that always work. These are, it's a convoluted mess, and that's what we're going to get from DC. But I'm always happy to to see those characters represented. I, I like, you know, it's like Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. People hated Aquaman, but it I like better. Than, it, it was better than this for sure. <laughs> but, but I like seeing those characters that I grew up with up on the big screen. And, you know, maybe I'm not so judgmental because I grew up on super friends and, and silly stories with these characters that, it it did it didn't matter, you know. It was uh, it, it was about symbolism and, and and sometimes just having fun, 
and bright colors. So my my expectations bright are, are I love those. That's what I like. I was I, I never uh, liked the. Uh, I just like flashing colors. Yeah, like, I do. Find just yes. send him a gift basket of toddler toys. If, <laughs> if it sparkles and it's bright and I'm all in. <laughs> well, it must have made somebody happy because they've they've already announced they're going to start pumping these out. What they say, mm-hmm. two a year now for direct HBO, and uh, I forget what the, the the schedule they said was, but it it seemed a little excessive. But mm-hmm. that's the that's the motto: excessive. Let's just do it. <laughs> HBO <coughs> excessive. It's HBO. All right. Max. I think right, we did well, it. We ought to make somebody owe, mad. We all owe Cliff an apology. Because I think we hurt his feelings. So we hope we didn't hurt your feelings, <laughs> listeners. If you like the movie, tell us why. Like, what what are we wrong about? Or if you if you liked it less than us, tell us why. If like, you say nothing, we were right. <laughs> or just your silence shows how right we are. All right, so that will do it for this one. Thank you for tuning in and uh, checking out our most recent movie reviews. We'll have a lot more on our next show. We'll be back soon. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm the Barnes. Seth, goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, kapow, the pop cultured podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. <laughs>